0: In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arney. Holding a cell phone while driving will soon be illegal in Michigan as Governor Whitmer has signed legislation making Michigan a hands-free only state. Berrien County Under Sheriff Chuck Height tells us their department is ready to begin enforcing the new law. We've seen, obviously, issues with distracted driving, and this is just another step. Closer, surrounding states have the hands-free law. In, currently in Michigan, it is you can only not text while driving, which is hard to enforce because you have to be able to prove the person is actually texting, where now it makes it much more clear it's a hands-free while driving. It says using a mobile device while driving will be a primary offense, meaning police don't need any other reason to pull you over. He believes this will be easier for police to enforce than the old texting ban new law takes effect at the end of the month. A new county administrator has been hired in Van Buren County. Andrew Green reports.
1: The Van Buren County Board of Commissioners selected John Fall for the role this week at a special meeting. If that name sounds familiar, that's because Fall previously worked for Van Buren County in various capacities, including as county administrator before becoming the Palisades Project Director in 2021. He retired in 2022. However, he recently returned as acting interim county administrator and has now accepted the job for a two-year period. Fall says he's looking forward to helping, quote, the board through the remainder of their present term of office through 2024 and assisting them in their search for a new administrator once a new board is seated for their four-year term beginning in 2025. Andrew Green, WSJM News.
0: The City of South Haven and South Haven Township are holding a forum on housing tonight at South Haven's LC Moore High School. Assistant City Manager Kate Hozier says it starts at 7 p.m. It'll focus with Ryan Kilpatrick of Flywheel Momentum on drafting a housing plan for both communities. This is looking at where are the challenges or the barriers to getting into housing, what is the demographic most needed, and what other housing types are needed uh, for these two communities. Also, uh, just kind of looking at... um,
1: any kind of barriers for, for
0: building housing. Hosier says one factor impacting the lack of affordable housing in the South Haven area is the cost of building. She says the lack of people in construction is also driving up housing prices. The city of Benton Harbor is the recipient of the Richard M. Daly Water Equity Award in the Great Lakes and St. Lawrence Cities Initiative. Bent Harbor Mayor Marcus Mohammed said at a meeting this week he's heading to Chicago to receive the honor today. It'll be at the St. Lawrence Cities Initiative's annual general meeting. That I'll be receiving on behalf of the residents in the city of Big Harbor this Thursday in Chicago, the Architecture Museum from Mayor Daley and the chair of the conference, the Mayor of Milwaukee, Mayor Johnson, along with some benefits that will come with it. The award is intended to provide disadvantaged communities with help pursuing federal funds for the removal of lead water lines and the building of water infrastructure. It means they'll get technical writing and grant writing support and help navigating the process of applying for public funding, now that Benton Harbor is a recipient, it also becomes a member of the Great Lakes and St. Lawrence Cities Initiative. Mohammed says other recipients are East St. Louis and Richmond, Ohio. The first ever Niles Pride Festival is planned for this month. It's being organized by Niles Pride Committee member Haley Colpitz, who tells us they've got a lot planned for the at Riverfront Park June 17th. Most barbecue from Kalamazoo is coming. The food truck, Popica Teas. they are going to be there. There's a couple of smaller vendors from nonprofits like Trees out of Michiana. And then we're going to have a couple of kids' activities like Bubbles and Chalk. There will be a musical performances and a family-friendly drag performance. Colpit says she asked people on social media how they would feel about a pride event in Niles? She got a good response. From there, the Niles Pride Committee came together with 11 members. She says they saw communities like Buchanan and Three Rivers planning pride festivals, and they felt Niles should have one as well. With a growing population in Niles, Culpit says the LGBTQ population is also growing. They're hoping to come together in the spirit of fellowship. The event will be from 7 to 9 p.m., and it'll be free. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arning.